Hey guys, it's Timmy, and this is Pro Wrestling Unlimited, as we are here on the 25th, 25th of February, 2022, to talk about everything that has gone down in the world of professional wrestling, because this is the Wrestling Wrap-Up, a handful of news stories brought to you in one easy-to-watch video. Today, we do have one, two, three, four, five, Six new stories, two kind of go together. Maybe, I don't know, we'll play them as separate, but yeah, they're kind of similar. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. We've got a lot to talk about. Cesaro has left WWE. WrestleMania Night 1 and Night 2 main events have been officially set by WWE as far as this match is Night 1, this match is Night 2. Tony Khan and the Bucks, I guess you can call them, are teasing some things for next week and so much more. With that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PW Unlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PW Unlimited. Remember, if you are watching on Twitch, you can help us out a couple of different ways. You can help us out by hitting that donate button down below or donating Twitch bits in the live chat. Also, remember, you can help us out by subscribing to the channel one of two different ways. You can subscribe either with a tiered subscription, just like Rosario9248 recently did. Or if you say, I ain't got the extra money, but I am paying for Amazon Prime, even though they just upped their prices. So, well, 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 you can take the Amazon Prime account, take their Twitch account, link them together, bada bing, bada boom. You've got a Prime Gaming account. Prime Gaming gives you a plethora of free things, like free video games, which will reset next Tuesday, Monday, when's the first? <clears throat> Tuesday. I will say that the offering this month was a little lackluster, but hopefully next month. Actually, let's see if we know anymore. Um, Prime Gaming, March 2022. Have they told us what the free games are yet? <clears throat> Sometimes they do. Yes. So next month, you will be able to claim, whoa, Madden NFL 22 for free. Steam World Quest, Hand of Gilgamesh, Surviving Mars, Crypto Against All <clears throat> Odds, Luke Inside, Hester Quest, The Stillness of Wind. So, I mean, even if you don't want to subscribe here and use that free subscription, still take your Amazon account and link it to your Twitch account because then you'll get Madden 22 for free. Again, this is on PC, though, but still, you've got it in case you ever want to play it on PC. So that is an awesome thing to see. I didn't even know that they announced the games yet. Great lineup, actually. Some really fun indie games, but have Madden there for free. That's, that's whoa. Oof. But remember, you get all that. You get stuff for games like Grand Theft Auto Online, Fall Guys, Madden 22, and so much more. But you also, the thing that never changes is that you get one free subscription to any Twitch channel you want to subscribe to throughout the month. And I'd greatly appreciate it if you did subscribe right here, Pro Wrestling Unlimited. But on the flip side, if you're watching over on YouTube, you can help us out over there as well with a super chat or a super sticker donation. <clears throat> also, you can hit that join button down below to become a channel member. As a channel member, you get early access to news, early access to podcast episodes, early access to non-news videos, and so much more. Plus, remember, head over to the Epic Game Store. 
Because if you're going and buying something on the Epic Game Store, why isn't the graphic wanting to load? Oh, well. If you're going and buying something on the Epic Game Store, well, use creator code PWUnlimited. Use that creator code. There we go. And, well, nope, that's the wrong one. That's the Twitch graphic. Manually, the button's not working. There we go. Head over to the Epic Game Store. Whether you're buying something brand new like Sifu or Rainbow Six Extraction, or you're getting something years and years and years old that you haven't played yet, like Grand Theft Auto V, when checking out, it'll ask you, you have a creator code, and you do PW Unlimited. But also, if you're playing Fortnite or Rocket League on your PlayStation, Xbox, Nintendo Switch, or so forth, it's also going to ask you, what creator do you want to support? Right here. It's right there. P. W Unlimited. Also use it when claiming the free games on the Epic Game Store. But with that, now the button wants to work. What the hell? But with that, we've got a lot of things to talk about. And probably the biggest news story of the day from yesterday, and maybe one of the biggest news stories of the week, was that Cesaro is no longer with WWE. And I do have to preface, Cesaro was not released by WWE. A lot of people were like, oh, is he released? Why, did they, why would they let Cesaro go? <clears throat> no. Cesaro was not released by WWE. To the contrary. They really, really wanted to keep him. To an extent, I guess you can say. And the two were working on a new deal. Trying to make a new deal happen. Because I, from what I have heard, he was on a one-year extension from last year when his original deal expired. Um... Not me. Someone sent me a message to live stream cut off. Not mine though. Um, hold on, give me one second. Um, yeah, we're still live on Twitch and Twitter. Um, I don't know what he's talking about. Then a friend sends me a message. Live stream cut off. I don't know if he's watching something different, but it scared me a little bit. Anyways, anyways, Cesaro. So I saw a lot of people asking, why would they get rid of Cesaro? Why would they let Cesaro leave? Why would they release Cesaro? He wasn't released. It was a contract negotiation that fell through. So apparently the word is that last year his contract ran up. They extended for a year. This year, couldn't do it. They tried to get him to a new extension. Couldn't do it. So let's read what we know so far as far as first reported by Mike Johnson over at PW Insider. He stated yesterday, and I want to say... This would have been <clears throat> um, I'm trying to think because it's it's he's East Coast time, fifteen, twelve, thirteen, fifteen. It's about twelve thirty Pacific time, three thirty Eastern. Sends out a uh, new story titled. Surprising WWE departure after failure to come to terms on New Deal. And everyone's like, whoa, what is this? And I actually didn't see this for like 30 minutes because I saw Cesaro's name trending on Twitch or on Twitter. And I'm like, oh, Cesaro's name's trending again. Like over the last couple of months, Cesaro's name just randomly. And it's not even like trending, but it's like a lot of people are tweeting about it. So I'll throw it up on your sidebar of, hey, you may want to check this out. And I'm like, oh, Cesaro again. Just like Bray Wyatt's always on there. And I didn't think anything of it until I started getting a bunch of messages with links to the Mike Johnson article that does state. WWE star Cesaro has quietly exited WWE after his contract expired. PWInsider.com has confirmed 
He last performed for WWE on 2-11, losing to Happy Corbin on an episode of Friday Night SmackDown. Also, to interject myself, I think he was on a seven-loss streak, too. Let's see. Cesaro, age match. I believe he was on a seven-match losing streak. Um... One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. If you count the the Intercontinental Championship number one contenders match, that's just television. Eight match losing streak. If you count that battle royal back at the end of December, go back to the article. The article states we are told that the two sides had been in negotiations, but had not come to terms on a new deal agreement. One source noted that WWE did offer Cesaro an extension on his current deal, but that was turned down. This would be a case of Cesaro's contract expiring. So there would be no, I preface, no 90-day no-compete. Cesaro had been slated to be at tomorrow's, which is today's, SmackDown taping in Hershey, Pennsylvania, but will obviously no longer be there as his deal expired earlier this week. So it's not that his, his deal expires today or it expires yesterday. It was earlier in the week. So Cesaro's been clear and non with WWE at least for two days. One would assume that if he says earlier in the week, that's got to be Monday, Tuesday, or Wednesday. So if we say maybe Wednesday, damn. We move over to the report from a Fightful. They've got two reports here. The first one states, just one year after reports emerged that Cesaro was signing a new deal with WWE, he's gone from the company. Fightful Select confirmed PW Insider's report with WWE and fellow talent on the roster. The immediate reaction from those within the company was disappointment and dismay, as Cesaro has been one of the most universally liked talents on the roster. I just lost my spot. Oh, we're told that this was not the case of WWE not wanting him there. In fact, he was offered a new contract in which WWE sources claimed he rejected. WWE confirmed to Fightful that Cesaro was, one, was on a one-year extension as a result of it expiring. There is no non-compete no non there is no non-compete clause. Say that five times fast. Uh, there were plans to use Cesaro on upcoming shows, but that is no longer the case. We were told that at the time of the departure, there had been no longer term, no long-term creative plans for Cesaro, as the as that unless a new deal was reached, that would remain the case. Duh. Cesaro had lost his last seven televised matches, dating all the way back to November. Actually, it was eight if you count the Battle Royal. And we're told that there was no indication he was going to resign, and therefore no incentive to push him accordingly. One source indicated that there wasn't the firm time. One source indicated this wasn't the first time this happened, as they recall contract negotiations just last year that caused Cesaro to be pulled from a top contender's gauntlet match because he hadn't signed. Now they have an update in the second story on this, stating, In the hours following this move, we've learned a lot more about it. As far back as October, Cesaro had mentioned to members on the roster that his deal was coming up in February and wasn't sure if he'd be hanging around. One second. Uh, there were several that we spoke to that were surprised he got a one-year extension opposed to the standard re-sign length. So I assume that's talking about last year. 
others we spoke to mentioned that they said their goodbyes and said that he didn't necessarily provide a reason as to why he was wrapping up. However, other sources indicated, quote, reasonable disappointment on his part with how he was used, things he was left off of, and spots he didn't fill. WWE sources that we heard back from spoke highly on Cesaro's professionalism in handling his last match and finishing up with the company. Another said that until he ends up elsewhere, there's always the possibility he could resign. We were told by numerous people within WWE that it didn't appear to be a, quote, door completely closed or a burned bridge. So with that, now we start to speculate, what's going on with Cesaro? Well, we know he's gone from WWE, but where does Cesaro go? I mean, AEW is the first thing people think about. Tony Khan opened that checkbook. Tony Khan opened that door. Let this man in. You're signing a lot of people. This is one you need to sign. A lot, <coughs> excuse me, a lot, of <coughs> dang, a lot of people have also stated they'd like to see him in New Japan Pro Wrestling. And there's multiple layers to that. Is that New Japan Pro Wrestling in, in the Americans or in, in America is strong? Because we never actually got New Japan America. We got New Japan strong. Is that what's strong? Does he go to Japan? Does he go work over there full-time, working with guys like Oak? Because if he works New Japan strong here in America, he's going to work the guys like Tom Lawler. He's got um, TJP. He's got Jay White, Jonah, Buddy Matthews. But if he goes to Japan, he's got Okada. He's got Hanahashi. He's got Naito. He's got Ibushi. He's got Shingo Takagi. He's got Hiromu Takahashi. A lot of great guys he can work with over there as well. And that's not, and I know I didn't run down the names of AEW. We all know who's wearing with with AEW and all that. I mean, the Bucks, Kenny, um, Adam Cole, Jay White, maybe if he sticks around longer in AEW, I don't know. Um, Orange Cassidy versus Cesaro would be very interesting. But maybe he wants to work the indies and go out there and do a bunch of indie matches for a little bit. Maybe he wants to do a month or two on the indies. Go work G, uh, GCW, JCW. Go do PWG, maybe West Coast Pro Wrestling, Prestige, Defy. I mean, the, the options are limitless. Even going to Impact or working Ring of Honor would be huge for him. And then the other question, well, we know he can't be Cesaro. Actually, hold on. Let me check the trademark on that. What is the trademark on just the name Cesaro? I could pull that up right now. It's something that I haven't actually thought about looking at. Uh, bum, 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 bum. No, I don't need to do that. Cesaro, match all terms, all people. Oh, snap. There is no trademark on just the name Cesaro. There is an Antonio Cesaro one that is no longer active. I need to send a tweet really fast. Um... Just looked it up and cannot find their ever being a trademark by WWE for the name Cesaro. They had trademarked. Um, this is very interesting, actually, now. <clears throat> Antonio Cesaro back in. When did they trademark this? 
back in January of 2013. January of 2013. But that trademark has since been listed as dead. Interesting. Dot, dot, dot. So, hmm. Maybe I'm looking too much into this, but there's no trademark on the name Cesaro by WWE. And I'm going to look one more thing here. Um, okay, so there is an Antonio Cesaro one that is live. There is an Antonio Cesaro one that is live. Uh, they had trademarked the name trademarked Antonio Cesaro back in January of 2013 and May of 2014. 14. Uh, 2014 one is still active, yet the name just. Cesaro is not trademarked. Technically, legally, this man can go out and be Cesaro anywhere he wants. Maybe he goes out and he goes by the old Claudio Castronulli. But he legally, maybe, maybe, I don't know if they're going to say, well, Antonio Cesaro is Cesaro. Maybe. Maybe. I mean, you get around to, like, Aleister Black to Malachi Black. Claudio Cesaro. There we go. Claudio Cesaro. Let me finalize this tweet before, before we move on. It says, uh, just looked it up. Live uh, broadcasting here, guys. Just looked it up and cannot find there ever being a trademark by WWE for the name Cesaro. They had trademarked Antonio Cesaro back in January of 2013 and May of 2014. The 2014 one is still active. Yet the name Just Cesaro is not trademarked at all. <coughs> all right. Interesting. Very interesting. I'm going to keep an eye on that one. I'm going to keep a big eye on that one because, yeah, the name Cesaro... Now, let me look up Claudio Castronulli and that name, if that name is trademarked anywhere. Yeah, that's interesting. When you look up on the trademark website, Claudio Castronulli comes up with the Antonio Cesaro one from 2014. Um... Okay, because it says Claudio Castagnoli. Because, hold on, hold on, hold on. Because Claudio Castagnoli is his real name. And it says in the in the trade, when you look up the name Claudio Castagnoli on the trademark website, it does say, uh, shown in Mark, identifies Claudio Castagnoli, who consents to register, is made a record. So it's basically saying that um, he Claudio Castagnoli is the one going by the name, but WWE owns the trademark of the name. And yeah, so very interesting that the name just Cesaro 
is not trademarked. Huh. I have to keep an eye on that. But speaking of Cesaro, <clears throat> since Saturday says Claudio Cesaro doesn't have a ring to it. Well, did Antonio Cesaro? I mean, eh. But and speaking of Cesaro's exit, a number of WWE superstars actually took to social media just to share some photos and stuff about the former tag team and intercontinental champion as we're going to pull those up right here. <clears throat> First off, Becky Lynch sent out this photo of her with the bar, her and um, Sheamus and Cesaro. Bailey sent out this one of Cesaro with what looked like a cougar. I don't know exactly what that is a picture of. Also, let me don't have all these open properly. Fix this. Boom. 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 There. No. Yes. Boom. 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 Okay. <clears throat> then we got this one from Austin Creed. Picture of Departy playing or with their Uno cards. Again, another departure of Departy. Uh, Joe Henning, the former Curtis Axel, picture of the two at the Performance Center. Brian Heffron, a.k.a. the Blue Meanie, sent out the tweet, stating, Zaro has been one of WWE's biggest misses when it comes to capitalizing on his talents. He should have been a multi-time WWE World Champion by now. We got here, the former Damian Sandow sends out, just heard, that he uh, just heard that he was about Cesaro. I don't know what he means in the news. Absolutely mind-blowing. One of the most talented, intelligent, and nice human beings I have met in the wrestling business. Should have been champ long ago. Sky is the limit for him. <clears throat> um... Run ready, King. Are you talking to me? I didn't say anything stupid. I don't know what you mean by stupid stuff. I, what, I clarify for me, please. What did I say that was stupid? Unrated King. And then Natalia. This is the one I want to take some time on. Natalia sends out this tweet that says, "Thank you for being there for us through the brightest of times and the darkest of times. We will never forget it, Claudio, a true friend for life." But then she goes farther with this on her. Oh, she. Hmm. Instagram. Give me one second. Because she had a long old thing on her Instagram yesterday, and it's been edited to just say what the Twitter says. Let me see if maybe... Hold on. She did edit it. Because yesterday, she had a long, like, couple paragraph thing written out. Natalia, that is. But, I mean, we could just look at the pictures that she put with it. This is them WrestleMania 31, defending the tag titles on the pre-show. And uh, him with TJ after the broken neck. Them as the tag champs. The three of them together. Them two together. Them two together. Such a phenomenal team. Those two, I think, 
Everyone says the bar is such a great tag team. I think Tyson Kidd and Cesaro's tag team was way better. Leaps and bounds better than the bar. We've got them together there. Them with Brett. Them with, I want to say the one, these two are TJ and Natty's nephews. I'm not sure who this other kid is. And then the three of them there as well. But great tag team, I will say. One of my favorite tag teams of the last 20 years. I thought that they were great. And unfortunately, TJ's injury took him away too soon. And since Saturday says, I guess he's all being back on Twitch soon. Yes, because he is not under contract to WWE. He's got no Twitch. Twitch? What's the one I'm looking for? Twitch restrictions. That means him and old Chugs can be playing some games here soon together. Good, good, good chance. Ah, Unrated King says, not you people in the comments. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. <clears throat> but I thought we would hit on that and just let everybody know what's going on with Cesaro. He's not under contract with WWE. He doesn't have a no-compete clause because the contract expired. It's not the fact of, hey, we're going to release you. Like with Jeff Hardy, for instance, we're going to release you and you got to wait 90 days. No. This was the fact of he didn't like the terms that were given to him in his, in his new deal or in a contract extension. And so he said, I ain't taking it. And good on him for knowing his worth and not settling. That's the one thing that I've been saying when people, I've gotten multiple messages, just thoughts on Cesaro, thoughts on Cesaro. And I can tell everybody, good on him for knowing his worth and not settling. Know what you feel like you are worth. And if you're not getting that currently, and you're not going to be offered that going forward, then maybe you look elsewhere. Maybe you see what other options are out there. So we will continue to follow this story. And if we do hear anything else on where we could see Claudio Castagnoli, the former Antonio Cesaro, the former Cesaro pop up next, I'll have it for you right here. But as far as announcements do go, again, we're waiting on that Cesaro announcement. We don't know what's going to happen, but that's so far away. AEW may have two big announcements next week, with the first one coming from Being the Elite, as they tweeted out the following today, stating, Huge AEW live event announcement on Monday's BTE. New BTE. Subscribe Being the Elite at Young Bucks. And we don't know exactly what this is going to be, but AEW did just announce, hey, we're going to Vegas at the end of May. May 27th, no, 25th for Dynamite, 27th for Rampage, and 29th for Double or Nothing. What I think this might be is the Bucks filming something in L.A. saying, hey, we're finally coming to the West Coast. We're finally going to run a show in L.A., and they're maybe going to go to the building where they're going to run. Whether that is, I want to say... <clears throat> I think the building they were looking at, and I want to double check this. Yeah, back in 2019, they had talks with the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California. So maybe they go to the Toyota Arena, film something on BTE for BTE, and place it on that show Monday to announce, hey, on Wednesday, May, no, Wednesday, June 1st, AEW comes to us from the Toyota Arena in Ontario, California, making our West Coast debut, our Los Angeles area debut. That could be June 1st. That's what I'm predicting. June 1st, Southern California, 
most likely the Toyota Center in Ontario. Speaking of other announcements coming next week from, from AEW, Tony Khan was on Busted Open Radio last week and stated, hey, I got a big announcement coming. Well, no, he said, I'm working on something massive. He said, working on something massive that would be a big deal in wrestling. I was hoping to announce it this week. Now, ahead of the February 23rd episode of Dynamite, Khan continued to tease this, stating the following, quote, I've been talking a lot about a big announcement in the world of professional wrestling. Not only is there going to be a lot of great wrestling on the show, I promise you guys, I have a huge announcement coming. Nobody knows what it is. It's going to be something very important in the wrestling business. It's not one particular piece of talent. It's something very special. I'm really excited about it. I believe it's something we'll be in position to announce on Wednesday. I'm pretty excited about that. So, I don't know. Again, this is a big head scratcher of what this could be. A lot of people are theorizing either a huge TV deal or a big super show with multiple wrestling companies. And if they, here's my prediction. I think it could be two in the same, a big TV deal for a big wrestling super show. I think, and this is just me speculating. This is just me shooting this shit, talking with you guys, my friends, my buddies, my pals on what I think would be huge for AEW. What could be massive? A super stadium show with AEW, Impact, New Japan, and Ring of Honor on ABC or CBS. Can't go to NBC or Fox. They're partnered with WWE, but you put together a big, and maybe not those four wrestling companies, but you put together some big-ass wrestling show, some super show with multiple companies and big, big, big names, and you pitch it to a broadcast partner saying that this is going to be as big as WrestleMania. This is going to be as big as the Super Bowl, the Stanley Cup playoffs and finals, the World Series, the Daytona 500. This needs to be on broadcast television. You pitch it to ABC or CBS because those are the only two out there that would make sense on broadcast. That's my prediction. That it is a big time, maybe not even stadium show. I mean, stadium show would look better on television, but a big time wrestling show with multiple wrestling companies and some of the biggest names in the world, not just AEW names, and you put that puppy on broadcast TV and get a good TV deal for that. Get a good deal. Put that show on. Hopefully Tony Khan can announce it next week. Maybe it's something this summer. I don't know anything, but that's just my prediction. Maybe they get into Madison Square Garden and we get the the successor to G1 Supercard, whatever that name's going to be, I doubt it's going to be G1 Supercard. But we get the spiritual successor to that show, what that show should have been before the Bucks, Kenny, uh, SoCal Uncensored, and so many others left ROH in New Japan. So that's my prediction, what I think maybe it could be. And that's just me spitballing, hoping it's that massive a big-time wrestling super show on broadcast television. 
and I'll even throw it in prime time. It doesn't have to be in prime time. You can start it on a Sunday at 2 p.m. Eastern Pacific, whatever. But you also got to air it live coast to coast all around the world. <clears throat> That's my prediction. That's what I think this could be. Supermassive wrestling show on broadcast television. And again, Fox is out because they got WWE and SmackDown. NBC Universal is or NBC is out of the running because they've got Monday Night Raw and USA and they've got WWE Network on Peacock, so they're not going to get in bed with AEW or anybody else. So that leaves you CBS and CBS Sports and ABC and ESPN. And what could be even bigger is if they sign a Disney deal. They sign that Disney deal. They get on ABC for this show, but then we get like specials hyping up the show leading up on ESPN. So I think that could be really, really cool. Just a prediction. No, nothing. But Tony Khan did state that he hopes to have this big, massive announcement that he called something very special, something very important in wrestling business. That's why I think WWE never did the WrestleMania on broadcast television. Pay a bunch of money to us for, for commercials, and there we go. No, they didn't. Maybe Tony Khan is trying to set up something like that to do something that WWE never did. Massive show in, in line with the Daytona 500 and the World Series and the Super Bowl on broadcast television with professional wrestling. You get guys on there like Okada, Kenny Omega, Chris Jericho, the Young Bucks, Hiroshi Tanahashi. Who knows how well this show could be? And again, I'm just spitballing an idea. But as we do move forward here, I want to talk a little bit about Corey Graves. Corey Graves, as we have been hearing for a little while, has been cleared to compete, and Corey Graves did finally confirm that in an interview to TMZ Sports. <clears throat> um, Graves opened up about his medical status and admitted to being cleared to compete again if he wants. He stated, it crossed my mind. I went and spent some time with doctors over the past, actually in the middle of last year. I kind of got the itch, and I think this is one of the first times I'm saying this publicly. Yeah. I have been medically cleared to compete. It's not an immediate goal of mine. It was just something that I, I needed to know that I needed to know for my own sanity. My journey in the ring got cut short. And it's kind of eaten at me for years. Always wondering, what if? What if there's a chance? What if there's an opportunity? And so I went and did the necessary steps. And it turns out that I am a little more okay than I thought I was. But you never say never. I'm not an immediate, it's not an immediate goal, but I mean, can't ever take the wrestler out of my heart. So I'd be remiss if I didn't have any interests. So Corey Graves has now confirmed, yes, I've been cleared to get back into the ring. I can go out there and I can have matches. Now we don't know if there's any, if it's, if he's saying he's cleared, there's no, I, I don't want to say this. I was going to say, I don't know if there's any limitations, but if he's cleared, there's not going to be limitations because if there's any limitations, he wouldn't say this because WWE wouldn't let him do anything. We saw the 24-7 title thing. If he had one slight limitation on him, WWE wouldn't have let him do that. So kudos to Corey Graves for 
officially stating now, yeah, I'm clear. But maybe I don't want to get back in the ring just quite yet. As we move forward, ever since Elimination Chamber, there's been a rumor that Brock Lesnar went off schedule and broke through his pod when he wasn't supposed to. And we got more news on this from Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter to where Brock kind of and kind of didn't go off script because Brock did what he thought he was supposed to do and didn't know exactly what was going on. So let's recap everything. Elimination Chamber starts off with Seth Rollins and Austin Theory. And we get stuff going on where, whoa, 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 what's going up with Bobby Lashley? Bobby Lashley gets taken out, pulled from the match. Riddle comes in. AJ comes in. And then there's two pods left. One's full of Brock Lesnar and one's empty. Nobody in it. Ding, 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 ding. Lands on the empty pod of Bobby Lashley. <coughs> Brock then breaks out of his pod and goes ham bone. Many said that that was going off script. Yet, according to Dave Meltzer in the latest Wrestling Observer newsletter, Brock Lesnar was always told you're going in last but was never told Bobby's empty pod is going to ding first and then we'll buzz your pod after. So Brock just heard the buzz, knew that there was nobody else but me to jump in and jumped in. The only way Brock Lesnar knows how to do so, break down the wall. So it wasn't a fact that he went off script. It was a fact of he was told you're going in last. There literally, technically, was nobody else to go in, so he thought, all right, let's do it. Break it down. Interesting. Very interesting that it all went down that way, and people thought he went off script. But technically, he didn't. He was never told, we're going to buzz Bobby's empty pod first, then wait, and yours will be buzzed. He was never told that, just you're going in last. So I guess you could say miscommunication on that one. But speaking of Brock Lesnar winning the Elimination Chamber and becoming the WWE Champion, would be remiss. We didn't talk about WrestleMania and WWE officially announcing, well, what matches will be main eventing night one and night two? WWE did send out some news over the last day or so, well, 24 hours now, where they did announce yesterday breaking news. Charlotte and Ronda Rousey will meet for the SmackDown Women's title at Wrestle or on WrestleMania Saturday, April 2nd. Well, I didn't say main event, but we all know it's the main event. So Ronda, Charlotte, SmackDown Women's title, Saturday, day one. Then this morning, and that was, I want to give credit, first announced by Ryan Satin of Fox Sports. Now, as far as night two, that just comes straight from WWE. And it's Brock versus Roman. It's champion versus champion. It's title for title. It's winner. Winner take all. As they state breaking news. At WWE Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar. Titles, Brock Lesnar's title for title. Winner take all match is officially slated for WrestleMania Sunday. So we now know. Main event for Monday or Sunday, Saturday. And the main event for Sunday, which it's everything we expected. Charlotte Ronda one night. Brock Roman the other night. Now, we got to sit and wait. What else gets announced and for what day? We do know that um, Logan Paul will be teaming up with The Miz to take on the Mysterios. 
And it, it, why can't I think of the fourth match announced? I know there's a fourth match announced. Why is it not? Why can't I think about it? Why can't I think of what that is? Becky versus Bianca SmackDown Women's title. We don't know what night that's on. I, <laughs> I would put my money on night two since the big woman's match, the big woman's title match for SmackDown is night one. So I would assume SmackDown Women's title night one, Raw Women's title night two, but that's not been stated by WWE yet. But with that also, before we do wrap things up, well, tonight is Friday Night SmackDown. Tonight SmackDown has three things so far announced. We got the contract signing for that winner-take-all match. Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns. Sami Zayn will have an Intercontinental Championship celebration where WWE is stating somebody could step up as the challenger to Sami Zayn and the Intercontinental Championship on the road to WrestleMania tonight. And finally, why are they doing this to us again? It's a, it's a rematch from Elimination Chamber. It's a rematch from WWE Day 1. It's Drew McIntyre against Madcap Moss. Yet again. Why do we need this match again? I assume this is all still going to lead to Drew and Corbin at WrestleMania. But we don't need Drew and Madcap for a third time in a three-month span. Or just under three months. But with that, that's tonight's Friday Night Smackdown. We will be live recapping that show. And we'll see what else gets announced. But with that, I want to say thank you for joining me here. Twitch.tv forward slash PWUnlimited, YouTube.com forward slash Pro Wrestling Unlimited, and Twitter.com forward slash PWUnlimited. So guys, have a great rest of your Friday if you are watching live. I'll see you guys tonight for Friday Night SmackDown. Have a good one.